ladies and gentlemen, mainly gentlemen, but anyway, <laughs> it gives me great pleasure to welcome back Man Up, the men's mental health podcast. It's been a while, but we are back. My name is Andy Richardson and sitting the other side of Europe, just on the edge of Russia, quite near to the Scandinavian islands, quite near to Finland, which I didn't realise, in Estonia, is Tommy Danqua. How are you, sir? Yes, 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 I'm good. It's good to be back. How are you? How are you? How are you? Well, God, it's it's been a while. I mean, you know, it's well, it's been a while since, well, it's, we always say that, don't we, when we have a break? Oh, it's been a while. Um, this really yeah, has been a while. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time, a long, long time. Um, yeah. But I'm glad to see you've been brushing up on your geography. That was really impressive. Well, yes. I mean, it, it, before the pandemic started, I was all sort of ready to to come and visit you. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, looks great out there. You've got your river and your lake and then the bloody pandemic. And, uh, yeah, it's looking like it's going to stretch into bloody 2022 now. My goodness, it seems insane, doesn't it? It seems insane. I, yeah. I, um, I travelled back to the UK. I'm sure we'll touch on this a bit later on, but you know, loads of the countries around here have gone into a full lockdown. Actually, I say yeah. loads. Um, Latvia. I know that Latvia has gone into full lockdown. I'm right. not sure about the rest of them, but yeah, things are like you know everything's sort of ramping up again, and now there's a new super duper subhuman variant or something. I yeah, believe. yeah. So, yeah. 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 It's just like basically look, I'm all right. I'm 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 tucked away in a little corner of the world. And you know, I've got my own little allotment and I'm I'm actually quite enjoying not seeing anybody. It's quite nice. I'm going to become a hermit. Ah, yes, yeah. Ebenezer Danqua. <laughs> Especially during Christmas. It's the perfect time. It's the perfect time. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are today we are talking um on um friday the 26th which is officially black friday um friday have you heard of this black friday uh must rare here in estonia must rare <laughs> is it <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah yeah it is it is black is must and uh, friday is rare yeah. oh must rare um yeah so i mean no matter what language or what country uh, Black Friday is, it's still the same thing. A, a load of old bollocks. Yeah, just a, a massive marketing ploy to get everyone to spunk money, right? Well, yeah. And, you, you know, I've been spammed with so many bloody emails today from all these companies. And, you know, when you look at it, it's just like, it's nothing. It's like the discounts are bugger all. I mean, there's, you know, there's one or two, but... <sighs> You know, uh, definitely, uh, yeah. Uh, and and the other thing, I go, I I guess this is a mental health podcast. When you think about what it does to people mentally, you know, you're you're a sort of time of the year when it's getting near Christmas or whatever. Yeah. You know, you've got a bit of work, and it's sort of uh, playing with your sort of mentality. Um, like, you know, the sort of vulnerable people, I reckon would get sucked into buying a load of shit that they don't want, you know? And, um, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. On, on one, on one stage you, you can look at it. Yeah. There's a couple of bargains and you don't have to buy stuff, but then, you know, the cynical side is, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it is a load of old toss. Basically. I mean, I think the best thing about the black Friday sales is, um, you know, the wave of, uh, videos of people having punch-ups, you know, trying to get through. <laughs> the <and> stuff. <laughs> That's the highlight of Black Friday for me. You know, the Saturday <laughs> morning. It's like, oh, this happened in Target. Oh, this happened here. And they yeah. all seem to be in America, which is quite cool. But yeah. guys, I mean, I just I just really hope that people are not selfish this year and they actually turn their phone horizontally when they're filming it so that we get a better view. You know what I mean? <laughs> consideration, please. Some consideration. Oh, they should do like a bit of the the, the old uh, sky box office pay per view. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Miggins is hit, hit, hitting that bloke with a with a basket. Uh, oh, no. 
TKO knockout. We uh, turn savage, don't we? We turn absolutely savage. It's I know, I know, I know, I know. But anyway, anyway. Um, so yes, it's been it's been it's been a long while. A lot's happened in the last uh, few months, I guess, for both of us. Um, where do we begin? Um, eventually, we will talk about mental health, and we'll we'll probably talk about our mental health as well. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch off my emails because I'm still getting bloody pings going. <laughs> Black Friday sale. Black Friday sale. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh dear brilliant, brilliant um yeah so what so so what what you've been up to then squire what's 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 happening you... Mikey, um i don't i don't even know where were we last time we spoke that's what i need to you know figure out before we catch up well so, you've been doing you've been renovating a house haven't you right that's it so yes so obviously the planning permission has taken a bit longer than we were expecting on the house and we decided that we would move into a flat that's you know in the next village where it needs a bit of work so i've been doing renovating on that so that's been busy it's been really exciting i've been, i've enjoyed it it's been a nice sort of project to get my hands you know get my hands into and mm. um yeah it's been good i i i was just saying it's been a really sort of busy sort of few months in the sense of my kids are back at school. They're both going to music school now and they sort of go on different days, which means that in between school runs, I'm back, you know, in between like half half days to take them into their music school in the city and mm. back again. And, you know, just sort of trying to juggle everything, you know, with the school, the kids, the renovations, trying to sort of be a house husband and stuff. Mm. I just, I'm like, it's actually, there's, I feel like I don't stop, you know, obviously doing my studying as well, my Estonian classes. Mm. And um, I'm doing a workshop for some entrepreneurs at the uh, local college. So I've been like drafted into the writer workshop for that. So I feel like I'm really, really, really busy. Mm. And, but it's different. It's, it's not like being busy in London when I was working, you know, where I was just constantly overwhelmed and constantly feeling the pressure and the strain and everything. Hmm. It just feels, it's a nice busy, you know, and because I think everything is a... <laughs> oh my God, whose is that? Is that mine or yours? That's not, not mine. You can tell we're not professional anymore, can't you? Look at that. He's come into the studio with his telephone on. I don't even know where my phone is. I, don't, I can hear it ringing, but I can't actually... Oh, there it is. Are you going to take that call, Andy? Are you going to take that oh, call? Oh, I'm going to take it. Hold on a sec. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Look at that. How professional are we? This is Man Up, the Men's Mental Health Podcast. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, at least one of us. Listen, at least one of us is professional. So while Andy's gassing, I'll let you know that actually I'm in a really good place mentally. I'm feeling very sprightly. I'm feeling good. Any sorts of wobbles or stresses, I feel like I've got a really good open dialogue with my wife. So I'm able to share what I'm feeling. And all in all, everything is good. I feel boosted by the fact that I've had a nice trip back to the UK and I touch base with family and friends. So, oh, yes, it is. It is all good here. It is all good here. Um, but I'm not going to tell Andy. I'm going to let him gas away with his mate on the telephone, and I will continue to entertain you viewers because that's what I do. I'm professional. Yeah, my phone's off. Got that line. Andy's in. We can count Andy in for whatever was going on. Andy has counted himself in. <laughs> got that live. You got that live. Oh my god! Right. Sorry about. Well, the reason I took that call was because it was it was for work. And um, yeah, it was for a job, and um, oh, that's all good. We can probably cut that out. Did you did you manage to fill in there, uh, Tommy? I was professional. I was, you know, my <laughs> my phone was not on. I've really sort of, you know, poured my heart out to the viewers, and um, <laughs> the <what>? viewers, <laughs> the listeners. Sorry. <laughs> and, oh, uh, we, we had a little debate, and we realized we don't actually need you, Andy. We don't need oh, you. okay. So we've got it under control. In fact, hang on, I've got a caller on line three. Hello, caller. 
Oh god. Anyway, where were we? So, so you were saying that your um, the, the renovations, and but you're busy, but busy in a good way that's not overwhelming. Yeah, it's 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 really not overwhelming. It's it's a lot, but it's just it's nice because I'm doing everything that I want to do. You know, and it sounds really selfish, but me things like I'm, you know, I'm with my kids all the time. I'm with my wife all the time, and the work that I'm doing is work that. You know, it's work that I'm choosing, not work yeah. that I have to do. So it feels really, really nice. It feels really good. It feels really good. I'll be very happy when the renovations are done and I can sort of take my foot off the gas a bit and just focus more on, you know, the the wellness stuff. Because that's taken a bit of um that's yeah. taken a bit of a back seat because <clears throat> mostly because of how busy I've been, but you know, things like the waking up in the morning and doing the meditation and the runs mm. and the exercise. I just, you know, I just haven't made time to do that. You know, noticed yeah. I haven't, I didn't say I haven't, you know, I haven't had got time to do it, but I haven't made time to do it, which yeah. is more the full me. That's normally like, you know, yeah, what happens before a fall. But, but, you know, generally I feel good. I feel really good. That's really, it's really, that's a really important point to make. Um, because normally when you say you haven't got time to do, something like meditation a run or a walk out to nature yeah it it, it it normally means you're not actually making time to do that uh yeah, because... I, think it, I think it always means that doesn't it it yeah. really does like you yeah. know if you want something bad enough you find time for it you know it's amazing yeah. that we haven't got time but you know we'll sit and binge watch a series on netflix or do you know what i mean or scroll yeah. through social media and stuff like that yeah which I, i've been doing a lot of <laughs> i've been doing a lot of yeah, yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? The old scrolling through social media thing. Because I've had to uh, be on sort of Facebook in the last sort of month or so, and and um, I've got back into that bloody habit again of just sort of like mindlessly scrolling down the the news feed, and you know, p- clicking on videos of dogs. And I, mean, I love dogs, you know, but and, but <laughs> but Facebook Facebook knows that I love dogs, so. I get all yeah. these uh, dog videos, which in one sense is good for the mind, but but then, you know, and then it'll be, because I've looked at that one dog thing, I'll scroll down a bit more and it'll be someone else's news feed of something horrible. And you know what I mean? It's that mindless. And there's been a couple of occasions recently where I've just, I've just actually stopped myself and, and said, and thought, what the hell am I doing? What the yeah. hell am I doing? What a waste of my life looking at this crap, basically. It's, like crack isn't it it's like crack the addiction it's very addictive yeah like you said they know what you like so they just pump your feed full of more of it yeah 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 sorry i'm still laughing about was it you that sent that thing to one of our groups where you said um uh going to the toilet going to the toilet without your phone is now considered meditation (laughs) (laughs) it's true it cracked me up because because let's face it we do you know like if you go if you're going for especially like a a, let's say a longer visit yeah absolutely you bring that phone in and it's quite a nice (laughs) yeah but you used to read like you know the bleach bottle and stuff like that (laughs) back in the days back in the days before phones that's what we used to do i can safely say i've never sat in the toilet back in the day and read the bleach bot- bottle don't lie you've never read one of the cleaning right listen i hope somebody listens to this and someone backs me up because i swear that's what you used to do like you know at breakfast you'd read the cornflake box or the ingredients and stuff like that but something yeah. to entertain yourself well i had um <coughs> excuse me i had a um a, 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 a whole sort of bookshelf in the toilet and and I made sure I put in like sort of a, a couple of books with, had like facts and things like there wasn't it like for, for years I had the um the s the SAS handbook <laughs> SAS handbook in the toilet so you could read how you can you know collect water in the <laughs> desert, desert and things like that while you're doing your your thing um so you <laughs> uh, but it's but it's 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 very it's very true it's very true that um you know it, it takes even it t- does even take a little bit of willpower just to not go into the toilet with your phone um yeah. and i know i know recently I, well a while back i i 
someone told me about mindful eating and 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 not using your phone while you're while you're eating um and i i I try and do that i I do i do actually force myself to do that because you know that's another thing do do, like eating and scrolling on social media at the same time you're just not even appreciating the food are you or anything like that yeah Yeah. it's it's about being present isn't it you know like actually like centering yourself and actually being in the moment now yeah obviously food is a necessity it's you know we need to live but also it is something that's well unless you're a really bad cook it's pleasurable it's really pleasurable, <laughs> it? like you know that yeah. taste sensation actually just taking a moment of you know each mouthful just to be like oh yeah that's that's mm. actually really nice yeah it's, yeah but yeah you're Food, right you food's massive in your yeah, food's massive in your house, isn't it? You really- yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I said to you before, especially now we're able to kind of sit down together as a family and eat. And, you know, it, you know, I have this really nice romantic notion of like a family time sitting there like bloody, you know, Stepford Wives or the Brady Bunch, you know, <laughs> all perfectly. <laughs> How was your day today? Oh, hello, darling. How are you? <laughs> well you never guess what happened today when i was out for a walk um it you know usually ends up in me screaming shouting at the boys like stop messing around just eat your dinner while they're yeah. doing fart jokes and whatnot and just not doing what they meant to yeah. do so yeah. you know but the harmony lasts for all of about three minutes which is lovely i'm really grateful for those three minutes before it sends into chaos yeah, it's really cool. nice it, it never nice. it never goes to plan does it it never really goes to plan <laughs> do you do you um so, so so you've moved out of the the sort of big family home where you had the extended family there and it's just the danquas yeah. now is it yeah it's just the danquas and the cats the blackonians we are all oh. here and it's do you know what it's really nice and and i've got a toilet it's a flushing toilet, a <gasps> toilet, and I've got hot water in the shower, and I've got radiators. I don't have to light fires, and oh my goodness! Do you know what we're talking about? You know, being present and gratitude. Yeah. Honestly, every morning when I'm reading the bleach bottle, <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just like this. This is great. I've got underfloor heating in my bathroom as well. So I keep yeah. because I'm just like this. Woo-hoo! Underfloor like, heating. Wow. I'm posh. Yeah, I'm posh. That's it was amazing. Posh. I didn't do that myself. I can't say that I renovated that myself. It was here. The previous owners had put that in already. So Right, right. A shower, oh, that sounds, shower that... with hot water. Oh, mate. That sounds lovely. And, and and what's the workshops you're doing at the college then? Is that is that like a mental health related thing? Is well, it or an actually, exercise? Actually, funnily enough, um, it's to do with neither. It's to do with neither. So um, somebody asked me to facilitate a project. They'd seen the work that I've been doing in the mental health space and they wanted an English speaker. So they got in touch with me and was like, would I be interested? So I said, yeah, of course. Great. And um, the idea was that it was, um, it's a project that's going on between Estonia, Finland and Latvia. So all the students doing this entrepreneurship course. Yeah. And, you know, I was just there to host it, you know, like a cheesy host and bring everyone together and, you know, a few quips and giggles. Um, uh, what has happened is that slowly I've become more involved in the course and I've started to mentor some of these uh, students and right. um, been asked if I would do a workshop on marketing and customer profiling. So right. it's, yeah, it's something that I was definitely not planning to do, but, you know, like when things just turn up on your on your doorstep and it's like you do it and it's been really good because i didn't realize obviously i've i've worked in hospitality and we've done our own marketing campaigns and business plans and stuff like that which i've been part of as part of the management team and you know i've i've been able to you know draw on some real life case studies and stuff like that so i'm delivering Mm. uh this workshop for uh students from all three of the countries and yeah, it's just really exciting. They took me to Tallinn as well. They did like a, it was like oh. a team building trip. So I went to Tallinn for a few days, stayed in hotels, visited some business centers. And it was really, it's just been a really nice sort of, it, you know, breaking up the my usual routine of being a dad. So it gives me some sort of, it's given me something else, you know, so I don't just feel like I am a dad who is... Yeah renovating a house and being a dad 
you know. So yeah, it's been really nice. And again, just completely unexpected. But just so really grateful for it. Really mm. grateful for it. And again, just a really nice chance to network as well. So So have you um you said you haven't really had a you've not made space to do your sort of normal mental health stuff. Have you noticed that that having a detrimental effect on you or have you or have you been sort of on an even keel mentally? I do you know what I think I th- I I think that it hasn't been like I I just feel like it being away from London, you know, being away from the hustle and the bustle, the pressure, the you know everything that goes into trying to be successful in London. I feel that coming away from that and being here it's calming you know even when i do the school runs in the morning you know it might be a bit of a stress in the morning to kind of you know get the boys ready and get them out of the house and stuff but even like on the way back i'm driving and it's all countryside and sometimes you know i'll see a deer a few deers just like decide to cross the road and you sort of slow down and they just trot out in front of you and you're just reminded that you know life is so different mm like the skies in the morning, the sun, it just sits there like a massive, huge beach ball, this orange ball of light, just blinding you. But it's just like... Mm. Lovely. It, this is... It's a million miles away from the hustle and bustle of the United Kingdom. And um, I think, again, I'm just even more appreciative because, you know, I popped back to London to visit some family and friends. I saw your beautiful face there. You came to see me, which was lovely. And, uh, it was yeah it was really good it was really nice to come back but i i could i felt i could feel the difference of being back in the city and you know just spending a few days in london and yeah i just feel like you know your you know your surroundings they do have a huge effect on how you feel right yeah and yeah. i i don't think it has ever been more you know obvious to me than when i came back so ah, oh, so 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 coming home didn't make you sort of pine to come back to move back here again it actually quite the opposite with, with that yeah. distance it gave you a real sort of hindsight and and yeah uh, right. i felt i felt you know it like, don't get me wrong it was so nice to come back it was really nice to touch base with family and friends and everything but you know just sort of like going into the city and the people and just i could just feel the difference i could feel the difference and i spent some time with my mum and like yeah. she she watches the news in the morning mm. and I, I don't watch the news because i just know what it feels like but you know just after one morning of watching news or hearing the news in the background i was just like this oh my god i could feel the anxiety and the tension in me and just like oh mm. everything's so terrible and uh, and I could really feel the shift in my mindset. And I was like, I need to just get out and have a walk. And yeah, but uh, yeah, wow. I, I don't, I, I feel like just with everything, I was talking to my wife this morning, we were driving, we had to go somewhere. Mm. And we we're just speaking about how different our relationship is now and how, you know, we are as a couple. And, you know, it's no secret that we went through some really hard times in London and just constant fighting and disagreements and like, you know, yeah. there are times where we felt like we hated each other. And we've been here for now, what, a year and a half. And obviously, like all couples, we had we have arguments and bickering, but yeah, it's just nothing like when we're in London, you know, we see each other, we talk to each other, we have we 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 communicate in such a more open way and it i don't know i just feel like the environment i mean just completely lends itself to a healthier you know mental you know headspace it really does i i can't i I just can't imagine i can't envision myself coming back right not just to england but to any city i Mm. think it would have to be a village and I'd have to be slightly out of the hustle and bustle and in a place where, you know, in five minutes I can be by water or I can be in the forest. And yeah, it just has to be that. I just feel like, 
you know, I, I've said it before that this was the right move for me in the family, but you know, it just has become a lot more evident and just completely, you know, cemented my belief that this was right by coming back into the England. And that's not so this England at all. It just is. Yeah. yeah, it's better for me. You've become country boy then, and you know, you've become <laughs> nature boy. That's it, isn't it? You've gone full. You've gone. That's it now. You've you've been fully uh, re readjusted to the country life. I oh, know. I just need a. I, what do I need? I just need a tractor now. I need a tractor. I've got a trailer, which is amazing. <laughs> I've got a trailer that you know I'm doing my bits and pieces with, and like Can... yeah, country life is good, man. It's good. It How do you say uh, "get off my land" in Estonian? Get off my land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right, get off. Oh, crikey. Find out. Fight. <laughs> look at that. I, I mean, I know I'd say sort of like, you know, F off. <laughs> you know, yeah. Or go away. You know, like mini, you know, is like go, you know. Right, right. Yes, yeah. So, but yeah, get off my land. That's quite a sophisticated sentence. Yeah. I'm, and you've got I'm to do it in an accent. you got to... <laughs> Get off my land. Um, so, oh, well, that's good. So it's good to hear that, that, that you know, you've been sort of, you know, um, busy but in a good way and, uh, you, you know, that's that's made you sort of, um, sort of, even though you've not been doing your mental health stuff, it's been, uh, you, you've been okay, which, do you know what I mean? I, I think that sort of galvanises some of the ideas in... Um, Johan Harry's um, Lost Connections book that if you're, you know, well, your working day is probably the biggest chunk of your day and, you know, where you've got your most energy and you're putting most of it. And if you're doing something that you're enjoying in that time um, or something that's sort of satisfying or, or, or worthwhile, then it's real sort of nourishment for the soul and um yeah often the cure for a lot of people's mental health problems is just changing their work or change changing their day i mean easier said than done for a lot yep. of people it's funny because there was a massive um survey you know we like to do um mental health in the news um <laughs> had to do it um there was a massive survey like one of the sort of biggest ones by YouGov, um and they said that um the that young people 18 to 24 and women have, have been hit hardest mentally um by the pandemic they 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 basically most of them i think there was uh something like 50% of people have said that it had a toll on their health mm. um and one of the main reasons for that was financial and job insecurity so it just shows that that there is a real correlation between financial security you know feeling financially secure feeling good in your job feeling you're like you've got a secure job and having good mental health you know it's it's not rocket science but you know it really it really does does make a difference and and um maybe rather than jumping straight onto taking medication then it might. It's a good idea, maybe, to take a step back, have a look at what's not working. Yeah, and doing that. Yeah, no, you're right. What's that expression? My mum used to say it to me all the time: "A change is as good as a rest." Ah, uh, yes, yes. And I never really got it. I never understood it until you know, I came here and um, er- you know, everything changed, and I was like, "It's so true." A change yeah. is as good as a rest. And, you know, you just feel rejuvenated. You feel completely different. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah. So, yeah, that's me, man. I'm I'm a country boy. <laughs> What's that? You heard that song? He's a country He's a country boy. Oh, highbrow as always. Highbrow yeah, as always. I can't believe that you went there. But you I did. did go there. I'm sorry. I apologize to anyone I've caused offense to. It was not intended. It was not yeah. intended. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of music, yeah. you have been busy, haven't you? First of all, can I just say congratulations on your new album? 
yeah, well, the the album comes out in January, um, and um, the single came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's called Di- not dinosaur, caveman. <laughs> no, it's called dinosaur. No, it is it's called, called dinosaur. dinosaur. You yeah, were yeah. a caveman, though. That's what I'm getting confused. I was, I was dressed as a caveman in the video. <laughs> yes, um, I'm getting a lot of stick for that, um, but it's I don't care. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at one at one point in the video, I I, I I jump in the air and I reveal that I'm wearing um leopard skin on uh, boxer shorts. But you know, um, I think my dad looked at it and just went, "Oh bloody hell!" You know, when he saw that. But you know, <laughs> <coughs> who cares? It's great though. It's really good. It's really good. So uh, obviously, music has been a massive, massive uh, factor for you over the last few months, hasn't it? Because you also did a retreat. Mm-hmm. Well, tell, tell us about that then. Well, yeah, so I think I mentioned it in one of the earlier um, podcasts I was doing this music and mind school. So I wanted to do a retreat. Uh, my friend's got this amazing venue in Kent, um, and I wanted to do a retreat um, of some sort. Um, and so my idea was to do sort of mindfulness, mental health stuff mixed with um, music because I've always believed that music is very good for the mind, very good for the mental health, that sort of thing. Um, So I sort of combined the two um, to have a sort of whole weekend where we were doing stuff like um, drumming circles. Um, We were doing gospel. We did had a gospel choir session where we're learning gospel songs and doing harmonies and things like that. Um, Mixed with like mindful uh walks meditations um there was i had a full band in on the last day and so we got them all up to you know the, to, to sing with a like a live band do backing vocals with that we had a talk on how music through societies all around the world um is used it's you know things like funerals and mm-hmm. things rituals and that throughout the world yeah so it was a real exploration of the sort of healing power of music um and it was fantastic i mean so i mean i get i guess i found it stressful because it's like it's like you've it's like you're inviting people to your birthday party and you're wondering who's going to turn up you know and yeah, um yeah. Um, and i'm not an online marketeer by any stretch stretch I, i've um I've realized that. So I'm not a great salesman, but I spent a lot of time posting about it, uh, you know, which is why I had to sort of go on to Facebook because I was sort of posting about that quite a lot. Um, And in the end, we got a lot of people down, but I was, you know, I I balled it up a bit. I had far too many teachers and I paid them all quite well and didn't have enough um, students to sort of cover my costs. So I lost about eight or 900 quid um, as a result, but, you know what? I've got some great content, some some great video and and photos, and I'll probably do it again next year. Um, and I'll be a lot better, and it will be much more of a sort of slick um machine. Um, my plan next summer, I've got a massive plan next summer. Um, be, because I want to make a a feature film, so I'm 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 already planning for that at the moment. So feature, so, yeah, yeah, feature film, yeah. What, um, script and whatnot. Or yeah, 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 yeah. I've written, I've written, a, yeah, I've written a script um, for a film about the birth of breakdancing in in the UK through through the eyes of some Essex teenagers in in the eighties. So basically, loosely based on some of my experience as a breakdancer when I was a teenager in the eighties. Um, and it was like I don't think anyone's really explored the sort of birth of hip-hop culture you know in 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 the uk um i know they have in america with that um the low the lowdown or whatever it was called um uh, that will smith's son thing i don't know i can't remember what it was called but yeah so it's so it's, it's it's quite a sort of coming of age sort of billy elliott for monty you know type thing you know discovering uh you, you know kids sort of getting popular through doing something really cool. And, you know, beforehand there were sort of geeks and outcasts. And then suddenly through doing something like that, you know, they, they get some recognition and that's quite, it's quite feel good and stuff. So, but I have to find the money for it and it's going to be quite a long process, but yeah, I'll, I'll be doing that. Um, Amazing. 
Yeah, yeah. I want to be in it. Of course, you're gonna be in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're in it. You're in it. You're that. Yeah, you could play. play, um... I'll be a baddie. You could be the janitor. (laughs) Are there goodies and baddies in your movie? Um, there is some baddies, yeah. There's a there's there's a few there's a there's a really there's a horrible bully, um, there's a there's a drug dealer and okay, there's that's a... me all over it. I can do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't want to stereotype, but I think that I could do a convincing job there. Let well, me. Well, in. well weird, weirdly enough, because um, I wanted to make it truthful, and I'm a bit worried about the diversity aspect because in my school. There was only there was a probably about three well in my year there was one girl from Chinese background and one Asian boy and that was it. You oh, know, really? there weren't any black people. I don't think there were any black people in my whole school. Um oh, uh, I don't want to be in your movie. Just if you don't want me in your movie, mate, just say. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm a bit worried people look <laughs> I'm a bit worried people can look at him and you know, from a diversity perspective. I don't know. We'll we'll you know they is that giving you anxiety? Why it is a little bit. All the bases? It, it, it is a little bit. But, um, yeah, and then so the other thing, I mean, so I've, I've been really, really busy with work, but I've, had, I've, been, I've been feeling quite um, – I've had some really sort of ill um, moments as well. And so I don't know if I mentioned I've got this sort of hernia, basically, and um, yeah. all, these, all these digestive problems that I've had basically i think are all boiled down to this hernia that's been undiagnosed and and i've been on the i've been on the every time i do like a job where i'm carrying equipment or that you know i i now i get i get really nauseous and ill um you know i get headaches and stuff like that and i've done a few i've done a lot of work recently and i've done a few jobs where i felt like pretty bad you know but yeah. because i know what it is i'm not panicking about it i'm not getting like the anxiety and i think that's really important thing if you knowledge is power and if you know what's happening to you and you know why why you're doing stuff it it, it can really it can really help and and um so i've been on the waiting list for six months i rang the hospital uh about four weeks ago and they told me uh another eight i've got another like probably about another 18 months wait so i just thought man um Basically, I've had to go private, which I'm really angry about. He's like, it's the one time I need the NHS. Um, but I know, you know, I, I love the NHS. My brother works for the NHS. You know, I'm, I I will fight to the death for it. But this sort of, st- without getting too political, you know, it has there has been stealth privatisation, and I'm, you know, with the pandemic and that, I'm seeing the sharp end of that basically by by having to go private myself. I mean, it's not fortunately, it's not a massive operation, so. But it still cost me three grand, you know, which is not a small amount of money. You can buy you can buy a couple of flats out here for that. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> you could, yeah. you could, yeah. mate. Yeah, you need, to, you need to like get out of London. Come and stay here. It's wicked. <laughs> yeah. Well, someone told me I should get the operation done somewhere like Thailand. Who you know who have got an amazing doctors out there but i could get it done for half the price and then have a holiday uh for, with the rest of the money out there but um yeah that's an I option. Don't, it's an option it's an option no i'm gonna get it i'm getting it done in essex because it's gonna be you know hospital of mum and dad afterwards they're gonna look after me so so basically it means that chris for christmas um uh, i'm gonna be sort of sitting <laughs> sitting recovering because it takes about a couple of weeks for you to sort of properly get back on your feet and then another four weeks before you can lift anything, you know? So imagine, so I'm going to be, so my Christmas is going to be, but I'm, I'm sort of looking forward to it in a way. I'm just, I'm going to use it to going to bring my base down. I'm going to do some practicing um, and get on, you know, get on the case for stuff with my film, you know, and just, just, you know, use the time to properly chill out, probably put on a bit of weight, you know, Um, that's it really. And, and, and I'll keep up the, um I, I will i have been doing some med- you know i have been sort of keeping up the meditation I, I i had a walk a couple of days ago in in the park and that was lovely and and um yeah i, ha- I haven't been brilliant at uh keeping up the sort of mental health stuff but i've just been i've just about had my 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 hat in the ring um Still, still reading up stuff. I read a, a book. Actually, you would be really interested in in this book. Um, it's not strictly mental health book, but um, okay, you ready for the title? 
Go and hit me. It's called, well, funny you should say that, because it's called <laughs> Everybody Has a Plan Until They Get Punched in the Face. <laughs> Is that by Mike Tyson? No, it's by Tony Bell- Bellew. Um, but he's quoting. Oh, but he's Tyson. but he's quoting Mike Tyson exactly. Oh, because you love your boxing, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Tony Bellew. Yeah, he, I mean, Italian boxer, former cruiserweight champion. Yeah, yeah. He 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 of uh, gonna get back to me wife and kids. You know, like he always said. I after love his... Tony Bellew. Yeah, he's amazing. He's a really good pundit now as well. When the boxing's on, they have him on like Dan's and stuff like that. He's really good. I, I love him too. Well, so what got me, I mean, obviously the first I, cause I'm not that into me boxing, uh, yeah. you know, the first I really sort of heard of him was when I watched Creed. Um, yep. he's, yeah. he's the baddie boxer in Creed, but, but, um, but he's also now got a, um, a podcast on BBC sounds um, called um, angry. Tony Bellew, T- Tony Bellew is angry. And it's a podcast. He's got, they get, he gets guests in every week. And they talk about um, when they've been angry, why they get angry and what makes them angry. Um, so a really good one for listeners to listen to, because, you know, obviously we're men. Men mm. um, traditionally have vented their frust- frustration through anger and fighting and stuff like that. But um, and, you know, Tony Bellew, he's very as you know he's quite a sort of honest and open man and he's been a bad boy in the past and um you know and he said he's well in this book he talks about how uh because he went on that sas who dares win show um which is that thing where they get celebrities or whatever to come in and do sas training and um he said that was a a real turning point for him because after he gave up the boxing he still had all that pent up aggression he loves hitting people he said you know <laughs> and um he nearly he nearly he said he nearly uh killed someone uh because there was a like a road rage road rage incident and he said he was trying to open this bloke's door uh to try and get at him and he couldn't open it and then the bloke drove off and he said if he opened that door he said he would have killed killed the bloke you know and and so he was sort of saying that you know anger has to go somewhere and i think doing the sas who dares wins thing gave him a real sort of um vent for his anger and i I can't remember what he actually said about how he sort of dealt with it but you know i think that's you know that's quite important point isn't it if you've got a lot of anger and it's not good enough because i remember my brother saying that to me it's not good enough just to say i'm an angry person I'm a violent person or whatever. That's the way I am. You know, it should be down to every one of us to try and look at the source of that and do something about it because the mind can change, you know, neuroplasticity and, and all that. We can change. We can re, rewire our brains. And um, something like that, that anger is, is uh, to the point of violence, is something that really needs to be dealt with. Yeah. It's funny, though, isn't it? Because we've discussed this before that, how, you know, we as men, we feel like the only acceptable emotion to show is anger or happiness yeah. or anger. And, you know, we, we flip between them quite easily. Like, uh, you know, we can flick it on and not always flick it off. But, yeah, that's, um, I'm actually quite interested to have a listen to this podcast now. I'm actually interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a listen. I mean, yeah, because you've done boxing, haven't you, um, before? It, you know what? It's the best thing in the world. It's <clears throat> without a doubt the best thing in the world. And when I'm doing the fitness and training out here, I just think to myself, like, incorporating it all, you know, we, as a general rule, we will get angry. We won't talk about it. But what do you want to do when you're angry or upset? You'd like to scream or you want to punch something, you know? Yeah. And do that in the sort of training session you punch in the bags or they make you like do uppercuts really quickly and they make you scream when you do it so you're like and you just, <laughs> it's, it's the physical and it's an emotional release and then yeah. when you do the warm down at the end i do some stretching and some yoga and then you know i'll just you know lie them on the floor and just take them on that sort of journey of like you know release anything from your body with the breath work and stuff like that and it is, it's just like healing. It's like healing. You could have a really rough day or a rough week, but you sort of, you know, spend an hour sweating out, punching pads and 
screaming and shouting and just like it's amazing like i do i think that for you know you know physical health absolutely it's obvious but mentally as well what it does Mm. for you it's just such it's amazing it's amazing Mm. yeah really good recommend it to any and everybody no matter what sort of shape you're in yeah and also doing it in a controlled space if you're an angry person or if you know you feel like you want to start a fight or something go and you know spar with somebody who wants to fight too <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean so you're not going out in the street and getting arrested but isn't and- that isn't that just sort of giving the anger you know it's a positive sort of channel but isn't yeah. that isn't that not dealing with the source of of, of the anger you're, you're just basically you know give, giving the anger a, 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 a just a bit of a yeah i mean i think you make a really good point there because obviously if there is an underlying issue you need to get to the root of it but what i'm mm. trying to say is that better to sort of you know if you're not gonna deal with it or if you haven't had a chance to figure it out better to go into a controlled environment and box and sweat it out and you know release it all into something positive you know because you yeah. know you know exercise instantly you're going to feel better mentally when you exercise so mm-hmm. you know i like i you know i compared it to um the euphoria after doing a training session mm-hmm. for me it was like you know when i used to use like drugs and when i was doing cocaine that feeling of that elation it was yeah. like that and i was like I've, i never realized that i could feel that euphoria without using an illegal substance so yeah. to go and get that for fr- well for free you know, if I'm doing it by myself or, you know, you pay in whatever you, the fees you pay for a boxing club, but to get that feeling yeah. and, so, you know, be around other blokes as well doing it, you know, obviously there's girls and other people in the gym too, but yeah, it's, it's almost like, it's like a bonding thing as well. Cause you've got that camaraderie, you know, when you <coughs> spar with somebody and you're knocking lumps out of each other and afterwards it's like, yes, well done, mate. It's, mm the confidence it gives me it gave me confidence it just made me feel it made me feel manly and mm. it, it was just it was just really positive I, c- I can only say positive things about it really positive things but as well to throw in the warm down and do meditation and breath work as well so yeah. it takes you to that spiritual part as well you know yeah and releasing it and just sort of you know i talk positive stuff into them like you know you're stronger now than you were an hour ago you know yeah just think about how you feel right now you've achieved something you mm. know you've gone further physically than you thought you can mentally you've overcome this and or what you know and just be proud of yourself be really proud of what you've done you know yeah how you're feeling right now that's available to you at any time you just have to channel it take the yeah. breath slow it down yeah know? this is here to it's a free gift we've got this in Oh my god, it's amazing! Mm. I feel like I want to go out for a run and do some boxing now. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, actually. After you talked about that, yeah, really horrible weather out there. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's, uh, it's something I've not tried. I mean, I've done sort of martial arts and all, and all that, but it's funny when you think when you think about it, like meeting. You were saying about meeting up with other blokes and you know having that sort of camaraderie while you're yeah. sort of doing the boxing and all that. Same is true with just meeting up with people and chatting. Uh, you know, that's that that's that camaraderie. Is it? You know, what? But basically, sharing physical or mental space with other people is 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 really important because mm-hmm. when it all goes wrong, is when you keep it all inside, isn't it? Really, you know. Um, that tribal thing that you mentioned before, isn't it? You say like you know having you know we were from tribes. Was it you? You told me this, wasn't it? Like. We have oh, that mentality of, you know, of that tribe mentality. We need to have that tribe around yeah. us. And yeah. when we have that, it gives us, you know, it gives us that sort of well, levels us up, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bloody hell, we're 50 minutes in. How did that go? How did how did that go? Well, mind you. Yeah, 20 minutes, minutes of you on the call with your mates, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, mate. <laughs> oh, I'll take the job. Yes, I will take the job. <laughs> Don't lie, it was not work. You're planning a night out tonight, aren't you? 
I'm not. I was out last night. I'm. I'm certainly not planning a night out. To, you know, I can only. I can only do one night at a time. Yeah. So. So. Um, and I'm out tomorrow. So tonight, I'm. Uh, tonight, Matthew, I should be doing soddle. Soddle. You socialite. Out last night. Out tomorrow. Yeah. Well, tomorrow I'm out. I'm out only for about an hour, and then I'm having to go to Birmingham, getting the last train up to Birmingham for a job on Sunday. So um, yeah, wow. busy, busy times. Busy times. So um, we, I don't know if you've noticed our. So we've had lots of people writing to us to uh, be guests on the podcast, and I have started to reply to some of these people. So hopefully, the next podcast we do won't be in about eight months' time, and hopefully, <laughs> we'll have a guest. Um, so, so my pledge to you, listeners, is that I will make that happen. And then certainly after I've had the operation, I would want to be because I've got because I'm sat doing bugger all. Yeah, I'm going to want to be doing loads. I'm going to be bugging you while you're trying to get on with Christmas and life and life and busyness. I'm going to be at. Come on, Andy, Andy. Yeah. Don't make your problem my problem, right? <laughs> if you're at home with nothing to do, I've still got a life. Yeah, <laughs> we were just talking about sharing our problems, a problem shared, and all that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my hernia. That's that's. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I give that to you. If only I, if only I could. If only I could say, there you go. Hey, would you, you give it to me? You can have it now. Well, I, I probably wouldn't give it to you. I'd probably give it to someone I don't like. Uh, <laughs> if I'm honest. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's it then. So so yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I mean. There was a lot of catching up on that podcast, but I think there were a few little uh, discussion points, a few little gems to take away. Oh, mate, there's so much to talk about. I've got some really good mental health in the news for the next one as well. You know, I've got some really you. Good stuff to share. Yes, I have. I have. So, yeah, uh, looking forward to it. But I'll be prepared with it next podcast, which we will do very soon. There will be no huge gaps and we'll get these guests on. Yes. Yeah. P- p- prepare for the next podcast. Sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of seeds delivering a lot of peas. Prepare for the podcast. Anyway, I'm going to. I've got silence from you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going slightly mad. Oh, we're so good. We're so good, aren't we? Aren't we good at this? Aren't we good at this? This is quality. This is quality podcasting, right here. Right. Right. So, okay, I'm going to switch this off, and I'll probably have to edit that middle bit. But anyway, um, that has been Man Up, the UK. Men's men. No, I can't really call it the UK men's mental health podcast anymore. World over now, mate. We're okay, over. it's the man up the men's universal podcast. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening, anyone. Uh, it's good uh, to be back. Yeah, it's good to be back, and we'll check you next time. Take care. Bye bye.